0: Feel like you were born in the wrong era? Do you pine for a time gone by? Well, you've come to the right place. I'm Kaya Handley. Welcome to this Retro Life. So many different things can inspire our love of vintage, but as we hear over and over again here on This Retro Life, it is so often our family members who start the fire going. For Nicole from Tiara Clara Vintage, her grandmother has been her biggest inspiration.
1: She had a bright orange laminate kitchen, um, floral couches. Yeah, it was a typical 60s built brick home. And I also grew up with uh, my auntie around on my mother's side um, and she was an avid bargain hunter and op shopper so yeah she actually took me to an op shop one day when I was very young fell in love with it straight away just the love of the hunt and getting a bargain
0: yeah so it's in your blood really you had no choice yeah (laughs) It's not surprising then hearing about your grandmother's house that you have sort of fallen in the mod sort of 60s, 70s era. Is that the era that you first started really falling in love with as well? Has it always been your jam?
1: No, actually. Um, I think my first love was kind of old Hollywood glamour, so um, Marilyn Monroe and James Mansfield. Yeah, I watched a lot of old movies growing up, Um So that's kind of where it started.
0: How did it develop into that 60s, 70s passion that you have today? Um,
1: I think just discovering other eras and styles. I'm originally from Melbourne um, and Melbourne is quite dark and everybody wears black. So I think the 60s and 70s really stood out as this bright, colourful, fun era a lot of patterns and bright colours and, yeah, that really appeared to me.
0: It's a special style era. You know, orange, we've heard on the podcast for those who love 70s, you know, orange is a big colour, it's clashing patterns. There's a lot of things to love but it can also turn people the the wrong way. Do you find that they are interesting eras when it comes to design?
1: Yes. So when I usually tell people that I sell vintage, um, particularly from the 60s and 70s, I do get a lot of, Blank stares and people <laughs> just assume that the 60s and 70s were um, a time of ugly trends and bad taste. But I think a lot of people fail to realise all the good that came out of those eras. Um, a lot of the styles that came out of those eras, so yeah, yeah, that we're still
0: seeing in fashion today. You know, we're still seeing women rock bob haircuts, and we're still seeing mini skirts in fashion. You know, there's a lot from those eras that have survived. Yes, definitely. What is it that you love now, today, about the 60s and 70s? Everything. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the music. I love the mid century houses. I love the furniture, uh, the dancing, the clothes, the patterns and colours, the hairstyles, the makeup. Um, yeah everything everything
0: <laughs> <laughs> how does this passion show like you have mentioned selling vintage but for you how does this passion show itself in your everyday life
1: oh I think in every way um it influences what I buy um what I wear um even how I style my home um even down to what uh, colors, colour schemes I choose and the bedding that I have on my bed and towels that I use. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it just influences everything.
0: So if we compare your house today to what your grandmother's house looked like when you were a child, is there much difference when it comes to design and colours and a pop of orange?
1: Uh, Yes, very different. Um, So her home had a lot of orange and brown, I have quite a lot of pink. Um big lover of pink. Um I do love orange as well, and pink and orange are my favourite colours. Yep. Um I'm also really into flower power. So a lot of the things I own have a lot of daisies on them. Um a little bit more yellow and green. I love avocado green. Um so yeah, I'd say a lot more colourful than what she had. <laughs>
0: So, for you personally, obviously, and we'll talk about definitely uh, your, you as a, a vintage seller as well, but you help other people uh, collect. Do you collect anything yourself?
1: Yes, I have lots of collections. <laughs> um, so, I collect vintage towels, uh, vintage beach towels and bath towels. Um, I collect vintage suitcases and um, old, the old hairdryer cases. They're always quite colourful and fun. I collect uh, I'm a big cat lover, I'm a crazy cat lady so I in the last couple of years I have started accumulating a lot of um, vintage cat items, so ceramic <laughs> cats and uh, cat wall hangings um, and then not to mention also clothes and handbags. I have a lot of vintage clothes and handbags and accessories.
0: With all these vintage passions and collections, it's not surprising that the Tiara Clara Instagram page is like stepping back in time. There's pops of colours everywhere you look and items that you thought were lost forever. Nicole sells her vintage wares mostly on Instagram, something she says has boomed in recent years.
1: There's lots of Instagram sellers. Um, I guess just because it's easy, you pop up a picture and people comment or send you a message if they want to buy, um, and yeah, I found that really easy and, um, Yeah, it's a great way to connect with other collectors and sellers and lovers of vintage.
0: Yeah, are items, you know, for your own collection but also that you sell from the 60s and 70s, are they hard to find or are you still at the the sweet spot now where you can walk into an op shop and find some good stuff from the 60s and 70s?
1: It can be difficult. I do find the best pieces come from overseas, so particularly the USA and the UK. So online is probably the best. But, yeah, I do still love the hunts and walking into an op shop and digging through and um, finding a, a gem. Um, and you can find things out there. You just have to be patient and, yeah, I guess to know what you're looking for.
0: What made you want to go from being a collector yourself to then starting your, your store, your online store, and helping other people find great 60s and 70s items?
1: It's always been... A passion to find vintage and um even when I was younger so when I was a teenager um, I always dreamt of having my own store and um I think over the years I just didn't think it was possible having a brick and mortar store um and yeah I think it was when I first joined Instagram and I saw other people doing it I thought oh I can do this too it's you know, I, I don't have to have, um, an actual store. I can, I can do this online and it can be my side hustle. And, um, yeah, it made it a bit more, um, attainable. I yeah. Guess.
0: Yeah. Like it was manageable to have that online environment makes it manageable to be able to do that without thinking about as you said, the rent of a store or being in one physical location?
1: But I did, yeah, I did um, have my logo and a store name um, a number of years before I actually started. So it was an idea in my head. It just didn't come to fruition until um, a couple of years ago.
0: When you're selling items, what what's in big demand for people? What are they looking for from the 60s and 70s?
1: I would say a lot of linens, so sheets and pillowcases, uh, tablecloths, curtains, Um, they're very popular. There's a lot of um, collectors and crafters um, that collect the bright, colourful flower power linens. And of course, the clothes and accessories,
0: they're always big sellers. And from what you've you've seen, what's that mod 70s scene like in in Australia?
1: It's not as big as I'd like it to be. Um, mod seems to be quite huge in the UK. A lot of the girls I follow on Instagram um, that are in the mod scene, you know, are from London or Liverpool, um, and they, you know, some girls sew their own clothes and they do the whole beehives and. Let's go go dancers. Yeah, just seems a lot more acceptable over there. It's a bit more niche
0: here. So yeah. yeah,
1: definitely not as big as I'd like it to be. Well,
0: it'll be interesting to see if it does start growing the way that we've seen rockabilly grow in Australia, yeah. where now it's you know there's an event nearly in every town every weekend basically of, of rockabillies or hot rods or something to do with you know the 1950s rockabilly into the 60s era so it'll be interesting to see if mod starts growing as well yes i hope so, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love about sourcing items and then selling them on to to other collectors
1: I think I love um, not only discovering um, something that's really cool and unique and a bargain, um, but passing on something that I know someone else is going to love and um, cherish and have in their home um, and appreciate as much as I do.
0: I think it's always interesting when... Uh, I'm buying vintage off a small seller and straight away I want to share, you know, if I'm wearing a dress or if I've put an item up in my house, straight away I want to snap a photo and tag that person and share and be like, look how good it looks. What does it feel like as an, as a a store owner to be getting that sort of feedback from, from your customers?
1: Oh, that's amazing. That, um, I think that's what keeps the passion going. Um, yeah, just sharing the love, I guess, the love of vintage.
0: (laughs) As you said, your you shop, uh, Tiara Clara Vintage, has been going for a, you know, a couple of years now. What's the dream yep. for you? What's the vintage dream?
1: I still dream of having an actual store. Um, that would be the ultimate, ultimate goal. Um, yeah, I hope to one day.
0: Why do you think that we should all look a little bit closer at the 60s and 70s eras of vintage? Just step outside the 40s and 50s for just a little while.
1: I think just the the nostalgia of it. Um, I do get a lot of comments, um, of people saying, Oh, I used to wear that, or my mum used to use those dinner plates. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, 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 totally. Nostalgia yeah. is, is, is a, a definite highlight. And I think because there's more people around from, the 60s still a little bit who are who are engaging and who are starting to buy some of this stuff back so it's really interesting to see the older generation get back into what they had as kids
1: yes definitely um i did read a quote somewhere that was um the by the end of the 60s 40 percent of melbourne was younger than 21 wow so yeah all those people are um aging now and um but they're still into the vintage and buying it and collecting it which is great
0: which is why we should all turn around to our grandparents or great-grandparents for that long we're that lucky and say tell me about your childhood and get those yes. stories of, of life in australia america you know right around the world in the the 60s and 70s
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Excellent. Nicole, thank you so much for, for speaking me, with me on, on This Retro Life. I love what you do. I love just following your, uh, your Instagram account and seeing the incredible things that you find and share with other people. People can check you out at Tiara Clara Vintage. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's it for this episode of This Retro Life. You can find us on Wooshka, iTunes and Stitcher where you can subscribe and, of course, rate and review us so it's easier for other guys and gals to find this podcast. To get more information on today's guest, head to our website, thisretrolife.com or search This Retro Life on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We have some photos and videos and behind the scenes and a whole heap more retro fun, so do come and check us out. As always, if you're a vintage guy or gal from any era and into anything from cars to collectibles, we'd love to hear from you. Go to thisretrolife.com and drop us a line. Until next time, I'm Kaya Handley. Thanks for listening to This Retro Life.